0: this year's canyon isd football show is being brought to you by nicole thompson of state farm she's located in amarillo now she used to be the Hereford uh, title sponsor but then she moved to amarillo so she has taken over as the canyon isd title sponsor and we do appreciate her being title sponsor of a show here again on the s2s sports network Now, if you need insurance and you're out in Amarillo or around Amarillo, Nicole Thompson is who you want to talk to. She's located at 4722 Southwestern Street, Suite C in Amarillo. You can give her a call at 806-391-1033. Her mobile is 806-881-7881. Office hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. after hours by appointment of course at state farm so you know if you have an emergency she will be there for you you can also find her online at www.nicolethompson.com uh, you can also find her on facebook just type in nicole thompson state farm in the search now we all know in these times being you know finding something affordable is such a big deal but Having a good agent is just as important too. And the great thing is, is with State Farm, you can have both. You can have a great agent like Nicole who's going to help you do things like bundle your auto and home or your auto and a motorcycle or a boat. She's an agent that will guide you through all that and help you make the right decision on which coverages are perfect for you. You don't have to worry about the hassle. You don't have to worry about all the headaches. Nicole is going to take care of that. So, again, Price is important. Affordability is important. But having a good agent is just as important. And the great thing is with her, you have both. And we do appreciate her for being a title sponsor of the Canyon ISD football show here in 2023. West Plains wins the Boss Bowl round two. Hello, everybody. Terry Bennett here on the Nicole Thompson State Farm Canyon ISD football show. As we're going to be talking all three Canyon teams uh, we'll start with the boss as West Plains gets the big win over Canyon. I'm not surprised that they won. I I, I am surprised that they held a, a really good Canyon offense who was averaging 42 and a half points a game uh, coming into this game and holding them to just 21 points. Now, remember, West Plains started the year off getting beat by a very explosive Bushland team 47 to 41 so you can see that growth in that west plains defense from week one to week two or from week one to week three uh in week two they held greenwood to 14 points i know greenwood is struggling this year but greenwood can still score uh but all all of that means just a, a really good win for west plains uh to win the first one uh, uh in the the for them you know last year Canyon won the inaugural boss ball i think it was uh, 27 to 6 Uh, But but to see this offense once again perform well, that's one thing that they have done all year long. Canyon, uh, West Plains have scored at least 41 in every game so far. And then have that defense do what they did, that's a good sign. That's why we kept saying on the 4A show that, you know, hey, West Plains is a team to watch out for in that region. And and I think this win just helps solidify that. Uh, King Talent, the wide receiver, had a great night. Uh, Seven catches, 72 yards. He also rushed for, I think, 28, 29 yards. I think he was right at 100 total yards. Um, West Plains only punted once. Uh, Boston Ladd had a really good defensive game. He had an interception. Uh, And, you know, just what they did defensively. I mean, 14 of Canyon's points came when the game was already decided, basically. And when you want to talk about consistency... Uh, West Plains scored 14 in the first and 14 in the second, uh, seven in the first quarter, 17 in the second quarter, seven in the third quarter, 17 in the uh, fourth quarter. You, you can't get any more consistent than that, right there. And so now West Plains, uh, they go to on the year two and one. Uh, they've got Paladuro up this week. Uh, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. For Canyon, yeah, you know a bit of a step back, but but you knew. Yeah, the offense had looked really good in the first two games, but but part of that is honestly who they were playing. And, and so this is a good calibration game because, as, as I said, I, I legitimately think West Plains is, is going to be uh, a really tough out in this region this year. Uh, but you needed that calibration game before you get going into the rest of the season. You know, district's just coming up here in a few weeks. And, and yeah, it's tough to lose your – you know, you don't want to lose a, a rivalry – game especially against the newer school you know west plains this is their second year of playing uil football but i think for canyon you can you can take some positives out of this 268 yards passing you did have the one interception uh on the night rushing was a struggle 90 yards but a lot of that was when the game had already been decided and i think i might have said that boston bell played for west plains and had an interception earlier i meant that he threw an interception he's the canyon quarterback uh, sorry for the confusion there. Um, but, yeah, th- there's a lot of pauses for Canyon. And, and again, th- this is what the non-district season's for is to get better. Uh, and so after having a couple easy games to have this battle and then you're going to go up against the Caprock team on the road that I think is probably a, a 50-50. We'll talk about that here in a second. Uh, but, yeah, so good game all around. I, I, I love where the, the rivalry has started. Now sitting over on the side, by the way, was Canyon Randall. As they just humbly shut out Snyder thirty-one to nothing. Uh, this is a, a team that's now two and one. They started the year off with that lo- loss to Andrews, which felt like an upset at the time, and it still kind of does. Then they throttled Clovis last week, and then they beat Snyder again in a shutout. That was the first home win for Coach Dan Sherwood uh, in uh, in his coaching tenure. And you know, going into this game, and you know, Snyder's defense had played well. Uh, and I legitimately thought that this might be a, a little bit of a lower scoring game. I guess for Snyder it was, but but even for Randall, I, I had I had Randall winning this game on the show last week. I just thought it was going to be more of a like a fourteen to seven type game. But man, Dylan Ray goes off. He had two hundred twenty seven yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Breck Melton caught a couple touchdowns. Uh, you, you have a do- dual quarterback going on right now with Sanchez and Benton, but they both played well when asked. But that defense, I mean, that's where the game shines uh, for for Randall. Uh, They gave up only three first downs on the whole game, and two of those were off of penalties. Uh, The Raiders surrendered. I think it was 70 yards of total offense, uh, like 18 of it on one play. Uh, and, And, yeah, Snyder is down. Snyder's in, in a rebuild uh, feels like they've been in a perpetual rebuild for the last what 10 years that a, a couple of years ago, they had a nice little season uh, two years ago, I think it was nine and four, but around that they've struggled. And they got a new coach Westwood. I think he's going to do good things there, but it's going to take a while to get that system built. And, and this was a team though, that came off of Lou or had 18 starters from last year's squad. So they, d- they are experienced. They're just not experienced in the Westwood system. But they're going to figure it out. And, again, I, I think a really, really, really good win for Randall, if nothing else, just how they won. Now, they've got a tough one this week, because we're going to go ahead and now transition into the week that is, as we review and preview. Um, but when you look at who they've got to play this week on the road against the Wichita uh, Falls, Old High, and if you don't know, they're closing the schools, and they're not going to name them any of the schools that they have right now. Um, so, you know, you would assume that, that Old High is playing on emotion that first game of the year between them and Wichita Falls, right, or the last game of that rivalry. Man, the, pan, the, the fans were, were just on top of each other. The, the, the place was packed, I'm trying to spit out here. And they lost an emotional game, and then since then, they haven't won. They're 0-3 on the year. They lost to Herford. Now, I want to say this because Nicole Thompson State Farm last year was the title sponsor of the Herford uh, football show because that's where she was, and then she moved to, to Canyon ISD. And so, you know, last year, Herford was 1-9, got their win late in the season. Believe me, I know we did these games. It was terrible to talk about it. Not terrible to talk, Herford, but it's terrible to talk when you're just talking about losses. And Grant Goodwin and I tried our best, but the White Faces have started this year at three and zero. Not only beating Wichita Falls forty-five to forty, but they beat Caprock thirty-four to twenty, and they beat Shallow Water twenty-eight to twenty-seven. So that Wichita Falls loss doesn't look—I mean that Wichita, yeah—that loss for Wichita Falls, I should say, doesn't look quite as bad. Because I think everybody had them as the favorite in that game. And, and now you look and you go, okay, well, maybe Hereford's just that better. Now, they also lost to Plainsview. Now, the Bulldogs on the year, they're also 3-0. and They've beat Levelin. They've beat Pampa. They've beat Wichita Falls. So, yes, Old High is, is 0-3. But Ohio, Old High's uh, opponents this year on the season are a combined 9-0. and So that's why you look at this game, especially I I know that Canyon Randall's probably the favorite, maybe the underdog because it's on the road. If I were to, and I don't really like to do, I say I don't like to do point spreads in high school. We do. I mean, that's how you kind of calibrate. Um, but but if i were to call it i would give wichita falls the seven point home field advantage but i think that's about it i think this is an even matchup i uh, i I really feel that with this uh with what canyon is trying to do offensively i think they might struggle a little bit in this game again because they're playing a really solid defense i know you say well they've given up 45 to herford and 41 to rider but i'm telling you again those are good offenses but one thing Wichita has not done well as uh, uh, so far outside of the Herford game is, is be consistent offensively. They've had some big plays, and, and, they, and they've got a talented roster, man. When, when you look at Eric Powell and Keandre Fleeks and Jordan Mitchell and Zage Gravitt, that, that offense has some guys, Cameron Jones, the quarterback, but they have not been consistent outside of that Herfer game that they lost. So just something to think about it. I, I really do feel like that you're going to see a lower scoring game again. I said that about the Snyder game, but I, I think it'll be a lower scoring game. But I've got Canyon I've got Wichita Falls winning like 21 to 17. I think it's going to be a really fun close game. It, it's going to be you're not going to feel any less about Randall after that game, and that's really most important before you get into district learning. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you want to get the wins. Don't get me wrong, uh, but learning, uh, learning your team. Figuring it out, getting snaps in, getting you know, getting ready for district play, and that's where they're going to be at. Canyon, they're going to be on the road as they're going to take on Amarillo Caprock. Of course, last year Caprock's head coach, uh, who is now the West Plains head coach, and so Caprock's in a little bit of a transition. They have talent. Uh, last year they were five and five they made the playoffs a couple years ago at four and seven they have a really solid quarterback in Leighton Brown really good young uh, talent including Xavier Vargas who I think is a, uh, a sophomore uh, Willie Davis a junior uh, Stephen Yilbari a junior so they've they've got a lot of talent they're one of those teams that can be sneaky uh, they're one and two but they beat Pal- uh, Pampa they lost to Paladura and they lost to Herford Ben Herford's showing up a lot on this year's show uh, how funny is that Nicole uh, but this is a team. If you're Canyon, you just can't overlook it at one and two. Uh, I I think this is going to be a heck of a battle. I, I think going into Amarillo, I think Canyon's a one point or two point dog. I, I like Canyon to bounce back. I don't think uh, I think West Plains' is a defense is getting better from that Bushland game in Week One to where they're at now. Uh, I I think Canyon can score just enough. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a one possession game. Uh, but I have Canyon winning probably like thirty-five to thirty, thirty-five thirty-one, something like that. West Plains will take their two and one record and they're gonna play Paladuro, one of the best mascots in football, the Dons. They're one and two on the year. They lost to Tascosa twenty eight to seven, beat Caprock twenty to fourteen, and lost to Lubbock Estacado last week forty eight to fourteen. Uh Estacado's a really good team this year to watch out for. I like West Plains in this game, but you know, We'll see if the depth's an issue West Plains feels like they're kind of on a little bit of a, uh, of a revenge tour. But if you remember this is the game that they won last year. This was kind of the one that opened everybody's eyes up. Uh, not that again, that, that the Dons were great, but I mean, you're a new school and you're playing a school up a class. Usually you're, you're going to struggle and West Plains won by two, uh, 24, 22 or 28, 26. Um, the Dons are big. They've got a really big offensive line. Sometimes that they they kind of get stuck in the mud, but they have a, a offensive lineman in Blake Williams who's six foot two, three hundred offensive lineman in and Sammy Santos who's six foot two, two eighty five, uh, and, and that can be an issue if they get your hand they get the hands on you. I, I like West Plains though in this game by a, a good amount. Uh, I I just think I think if you're going to be able to to score forty eight against Canyon and hold them to twenty one. You're going to have a pretty good game against the Dons. I, I I kind of think this game could get away for them, especially if that offense started like it did last week. You know, getting that first uh, first touchdown first, and getting up seven to nothing, and, and then getting up seventeen nothing before you know Canyon was able to even do anything in that first half. You you have that recipe. And that's a recipe for every team. It's not just Canyon, uh, West Plains, or Randall, or Canyon, or any school. Every school can do this. But you get up multiple scores. Early, you start putting that 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 throat that that boot to the throat, and you start forcing them to to play out of their style. Even if they're a throwing team, you still don't want to be doing it from three touchdowns or three scores down. And so, I kind of think that West Plains will do that again this one, and I think they're going to get the win. And you know, we've been saying it, man. West Plains is real, folks. They are the real deal. We'll, we'll, of course, getting closer to district. Uh, we'll start talking with some media guys. I got a couple of coaches that I'm going to talk to, uh, like in three, division one, a couple of opponents, coaches that we're going to be talking to, uh, but all that's close, you know, Canyons two weeks away, they've got Caprock this week, Greenwood next week, and then they start on the road against, uh, Andrews. The Raiders, they start district flight. Now, they go three weeks. They've got Paladura and then Canadian. That's going to be a fun game. And then they start on the road against Dumas, a team that's one and two on the year. In fact, real quick 3 4A Division one I. I should have done this earlier. 3 4A Division one Canyon, again, two and one after the loss. Randall, two and one after the win. Dumas, one and two. Hereford, the surprise of the district. They're three and zero And then Pampa, they're one and two. Well, they've got a tough one this week against. Uh, against decatur decatur best 0-2 team in the state probably with the losses they've had including last week up two scores when the storm started against stevenville and then the storms happen they wait like an hour and a half and then they play again they they pick up the game Stevenville was able to get the two touchdowns and win by a point just a crazy crazy uh, game and stevenville always seems to be in those fun crazy games and then in two for a division two west plains they're two and one. Borger's two and one. Levelin is one and two. Seminole is three and zero. Perryton is 0 and three. Uh, Seminole is going to be interesting. They've got Andrews this week. Now, Seminole is three and zero, but the, you know, the shallow water game, I guess, technically is a good win. Shallow water is a three 18. They're going to be there when the playoffs come along, but they're a little down this year. Clint Mountain View, Lovington, New Mexico. I mean, they're okay. And so I'm curious to see how this, this Andrew game is going to play out. Because, you know, Andrew started the year with a, what was an upset over Canyon Randall 32-21. to 21. Then they got beat by Monahans in week two. But then they responded last week by beating Greenwood. Now, again, Greenwood's defense is going to be an issue all year. But Greenwood can score. And, and so I think this is a good calibration game for Seminole going on the road for Greg Pointer's squad, man, they are they are loaded this year. You know, last year they go 10-2. and two. They return almost everybody back on defense. They only return four on offense, but, man, they're all really, really good. Uh, and, and so it, figuring that offense out, and, and so far 76, 35, and 54, no matter who you've played, is pretty good. So if you're a West Plains uh, fan, I, I think you're looking at Seminole right now as being the team that that you know that's going to battle you for that district championship, and they can't can't count out Borgia. Now they they've got Bushland this week. They're one, they're two and one. They beat River Road, they beat La Mesa, but they lost to Denver City. So nothing too impressive there. Uh, but yeah, for me, it's going to come down to uh, Seminole and West Plains, and that's going to be a fun game. I think that is the first week of district play, if I remember right. That's a way to start district. Which honestly, with the way it works now, with teams. Uh, Sometimes in week 10, knowing their path, uh, they kind of take, you know, do like the NFL and and rest some starters. Uh, Maybe being week one, you might get the full game 100%. Anyway, we're going to talk all that as the season gets closer. do want to thank Nicole Thompson for being our title sponsor. Also, if you have any questions, thoughts, or comments, email them to me, Terry, at S2S Sports. Talk all things Canyon ISD, or we'll talk District 24A. Uh, we we can we can also you know we can we can talk three four a division one you know whatever y'all want to talk about we'll talk about it and also check out our four a show each and every week Greg Goodwin and I talk the state of Texas in four a silent sideline side brought to you by SI Design all right be safe to the games and week five that's right we're already gonna be at week five next week folks. We'll talk about it then right here on the Nicole Thompson State Farm Canyon ISD football show on S2S Sports Network, part of L4 Media.